2: Welcome back to the Illinois podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. And it's the voice that makes you moist, baby.
1: Marcus. Oh, man. We had a scare between these last two episodes. And uh, no, it's not the one that you're thinking of. It's that uh, Marcus was like telling us we got to quit the show. What? When did I do that? Because he, he had a new schedule. Oh, Because yeah. he couldn't join us for recording times. Yeah. And I was like, we can't lose the voice that makes us moist. It'll right? be so dry.
0: Yeah, I like I was for the first so many episodes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the first, like, 70 episodes of this show. Yeah. Uh, but it's, um, uh, I'm at least good for these episodes, because... So, Marcus, uh, yeah.
0: you, tell, tell us what happened, by the way. What happened then? Oh, lord.
2: Okay, so I already have one job. And right. I was looking to get another job, because mm-hmm. my current... Because capitalism. Good. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, I was talking to, uh, this lady who had a job offer for me. And she gave me a time and a date to show up. I showed up. And they said they don't have room for me. I was like, okay, that's that's weird. So I call up the lady who sent me over there. And her office tells me that she doesn't work here anymore. Wow. In the course of 24 hours... You had a job, and then it was taken away. <laughs> right? And the lady who did it was just gone. The moose. Maybe she's a ninja. I don't know. But yeah. It's all right. It's all good.
0: That's incredible. And have you have you had, talked to her at all since? No.
2: I haven't seen her ever
1: again.
0: <laughs> wow. Nice. Real good. Uh,
1: so she hired you, then
2: ghosted? Like what? Yeah. Was,
0: Real good grip she's running there. <laughs>
2: right? I, wonder, I want that job. Help somebody for an hour. Skedaddle. Well, here's a question: Were you planning on quitting your original job? I mean, yeah, I did put in what is it? My my week's notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're wait. So at the end of this next week, you're out of a job. No. You took it back. so You rescinded it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Why are you? You're <laughs> answering as if you're not sure, Marcus. <laughs> we, this is these are things you did.
2: You're right. You're you're absolutely right.
0: So you did do these
2: things. Yes
0: Marcus! What? <laughs> you
1: keep saying it as if you're not sure
2: Oh, oh, okay all right,
1: all right. It seems like Marcus is frantically scrolling through the Wikipedia article about himself <laughs> trying to determine no, what he did wait, there's a
2: Wikipedia about me? There will be It's
1: it's like it's like your future, Marcus and you travel back and you're taking the place of past Marcus but you don't remember what happened in this timeline uh, that, so you're trying to
2: like, figure out what's going that on That sounds like a hilarious movie <laughs> Yeah. The least
1: interesting time traveler <laughs> The man with nothing
2: to do Oh thank god I'm not on my sleep. dodged a Bullet there, huh? Uh huh Oh my god, there's someone named Can I, can I just say random names? <laughs> what? Yeah, great episode Go ahead <laughs> Marcus Markley Fames Uh oh Wow,
0: almost sounds like what we call you sometimes Nope <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not even. I didn't say you liked it, I just said we caught you that. Oh you bastard. Yeah. Oh, he's mm-hmm. a fucking coach for the New York Yankees. Named Marcus Markley Thames. What? <laughs> <laughs> what did you look up? You just looked up Marcus? Yeah, and it was like, oh shit. Wow. Look Marcus
0: Markley
1: Fames?
2: Fames. Thames. T H A M E S. Okay, Thames.
1: Welcome to our new podcast, Marcus Reads Wikipedia.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, don't worry. Saying names is a big podcast genre. I've realized that with basketball podcasts, that's pretty much all they do. They just say basketball players' names for an hour and then leave. It's it's a pretty good market to get into. Oh,
2: that
1: that's my good. favorite, like thing in sports because i don't follow sports there's so, like, people to start saying names and attaching weird stats to them yeah i'm like i don't know what this means it sounds very smart yeah
0: it's, it's one of the phenomenons just, that's kind of covered in the key and peel east west bowl videos yeah. it's like just all these like, not only are there some funny names but like you just hear these names when you're like on the broadcast and these men you see these men in these suits that are talking about football they're like so passionate about johnny Abrazus. You know, he just, he <laughs> averaged 49 yards for three seasons. I don't, and I'm like, pet that, I guess, but it's so cool that you can just like have a job where half of it is just finding someone's name and then telling how you feel about them.
1: It, but I guess the equivalent of that is me talking about how, you know, Drizzt Deurden has a strength of 16 and a wisdom of 14 or something like that. What, what state is that the congressperson for? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, all you fucking nerds, do not text me or at me about Drizzt Duard's actual stats. I don't need to know them. I he, can
0: almost guarantee sucks. you no know one's going to do that. <laughs> um,
1: a lot of these our listeners are RPG people, so <laughs> please <laughs> don't, don't contact me. If about this podcast was
0: a little bigger and had more like pedantic viewers, Probably.
1: We get comments. Y'all don't read them, but we get comments on this Weird. podcast. Where? I don't ever see a comment on our podcast. On our SoundCloud
0: page. Oh, on check our it out SoundCloud. sometime. I should check that out, actually. Mm. <laughs> there, I mean, but what are the comments? Seth's so good. <laughs> Seth is the best part of the show. <laughs> you know, why doesn't Seth talk more? Can we have more Seth? When is the Seth only episode? I mean, I'm sure. Seth only like, episode, yes. I,
1: I understand. That's probably We what had it that episode. Everyone loved it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, let's God. see here our, our our main commenter is again our biggest number one fan Ruzim. Uh, yeah. shout outs shout outs thanks uh, man let's hear a good good comment on last episode marcus equals borked <laughs> borked i don't know i don't know why marcus got borked. borked i can't remember what happened right there um so yeah we get we get comments most of them most of them are marcus centric to be hey. honest
2: yeah. that's right
1: <laughs> obstruct through systematic defamation or
0: vilification Mm. Is that what bork means?
2: Is that what you look? Uh, I think at? so. <laughs>
0: I'm looking at the Merriam-Webster dictionary right now. Yeah, I think Marcus got borked. Wow, um, damn, Marcus, you got borked. According to what's their name? Ruzim,
2: Rizim, Ruzim, the Rizim. Is it the RIZA? Mm. It's the Rizza, man. <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be so cool. Right, here's so, a, here's great a great
1: comment. Problem. This one's for you, Seth. Actually, okay. Uh, it says uh, again from Ruzim, AWS should be nationalized.
0: Yes. I actually agree with this. Amazon web services or something of the sort should be nationalized. It should be something Definitely. that has a, a lot more um a lot more accessibility, should obviously be free and should be um you know, there should be not be not be that much of a barrier to entry of having your own uh your own little web service started. So yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly.
2: Marcus, what do you want to nationalize? Uh anime. I mean that's already nationalized. Um how about weed? Yeah, weed would be great. Just making a state product, oh, yeah, yeah. Which is dumb because some states still don't want to do that for whatever reason. Oh man,
0: I am holding out for Georgia and North Carolina, guys. <laughs> yeah, me
1: too.
0: I mean, like I've, I've said it before, man. If they just if you just get these farmers to realize how much money they could make if they started selling weed, Right. oh my god! Like you, they got to put their politics past profit. I mean, for, I mean, capitalism put put p- profits
1: in front of your politics. You know? Yeah. Just, Just sell weed, way. man. Yeah, like who's mad about weed anymore? Like, we got way, we got way. The, conservatives have way bigger problems now. Exactly. They got to worry about like I don't know Hispanic people and like like uh, gender neutral bathrooms. Like who cares about weed? You got yes, the time for that. But anymore. if
0: they legalize weed, that means Hispanics get to smoke weed. That's true, <laughs> and they man, don't want that. So.
1: Now I haven't smoked weed in about like nine or eight years, somewhere in mm, there. Yes, mm. mine,
0: I'm very similar. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> but like, I keep hearing now about how with, with the legalization thing, there's like a crazy strong variants of weed out there now. Uh, y'all, y'all heard about this? Yeah. Yeah, weed's gotten pretty
0: strong. Yeah.
1: Any any any, any uh, details on that one, Seth? You could share for us. I mean, I don't.
0: I haven't. I've necessarily tried any of the really uh, stronger. Uh, variants, but um, from my, I have, a, I actually do have friends who live in um, some legal states like Oregon, um, and they said, and they they say that you you can get some pretty wild shit out there now, um, because now that you, now people have more room to experiment when going the stuff they can kind of increase the pot- potency and all, and um, so yeah, th- that is out there. But the the thing that it's creating more of, and I mean, this was already kind of a thing when it was illegal, but it was harder, is um. Like, I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure what you want. To, I don't want to call them all hipsters or like assholes or whatever. But like weed, like particularists. Like they're like, no, I only have like heady indica. I don't. I don't smoke anything else. Whereas when I mostly smoked, you know, in college, and I would buy from a, a guy, I didn't need to tell him <laughs> what I wanted. I said I want marijuana, and he gave it to me. It is, uh, he could have given me any, I have no idea the kind of shit I smoked. Because I, I didn't have any option. I didn't have some guy with a briefcase who came by and had, you know, fucking Northern Breeze and Pineapple Express. There there was no guy who did this kind of stuff. So now I mean, that people can like just go into a store and pick what they want, people have gotten a little more... Um, picky with what with what they smoke and I mean I guess that's a good or bad thing people people kind have more control over over what the, how they feel whenever they smoke which is nice but yeah you do hear people now who are like super particular
1: about what they do Marcus you got
2: any uh, you got any uh, thoughts on the weed boom I mean the weed booms great I just you know don't want to come here yeah <laughs> come on down I would like to partake please exactly
1: I, um, I remember reading the story from y'all probably don't know who Maureen Dowd is but she's like a news person
2: mm-hmm.
1: and she started going to Colorado back when they first legalized weed and getting an edible and eating it and, you know she's, she's like a conservative person or whatever I don't know why she did this just like experiment or something like that to write a story about it Yeah. but the thing is she ate the whole edible and it it said on the label eat like this much like a square essentially of this edible and she ate the whole thing and her story is about how she spent the next 48 hours on the floor of her hotel room just unable to fucking move (laughs) and now she supports Bernie Sanders (laughs) No, now she <laughs> supports she supports illegalizing weed again because she's like this is too strong. No one should have this. <laughs> wow. That's it's like if somebody she's stupid. <laughs> Because she's too stupid to read a fucking label.
0: That's like if alcohol was illegal and somebody went and bought like a whole bottle of absinthe and drank it and was like, This is too much. <laughs> <laughs> this is weed. this should be illegal.
2: Obviously. You fucked yourself up. I've you, you had like a bottle of absinthe before. No. I've had a couple of shots of absinthe. Yeah, absinthe tastes awful. I forgot to do the sugar thing because I had the spoon and it looks weird. And I was like, I don't know how to work this. And I just drank it. And I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> Look, hot take, all alcohol tastes bad.
1: I'm sorry. This is how it is. I mean, yeah,
0: alcohol overall yeah. tastes bad. Um, It's not. And you can't make it taste good. And Well, that's not true. Um, I've had several mixed drinks that tasted incredible. Um, uh, a really easy one is, um, even though I I hate Fireball, it's not like the worst alcohol in the world, but vanilla Coke and Fireball, really good fucking drink. It gets you drunk and you don't even know it. Um, Have you
1: seen the new Tide Pod whiskey?
0: <laughs> what? Okay, put a bullet in my head.
1: <laughs> Someone kill me? Please? What is this? I'm sure y'all heard of Glenlivet, right? It's that fancy whiskey or whatever? Yes. Well, they have a new kind, which comes in a little Tide Pod. It's a, a seaweed-based, biodegradable container. Remember how you used to, like, in school for, like, a, a month, they had, like, milk in a bag? Yeah, that never happened to me
0: because I'm not 50 yeah. years old, but yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, all right. Anyways, they, they had it for a little while. You put, put a little straw in it and suck it out. No, this, you put the whole goddamn time pod thing in your mouth and you eat it and it, it's got a whiskey shot in there. the whole sack in your mouth. All right. yeah. yeah.
0: I'm looking at it right now and it is <laughs> hilarious. Oh. I, it's just like, why? This gets me to one of my, the things I hate the most. And I, I feel like, okay, at the end of the day... And I believe this wholeheartedly. Whatever you're into does not bother me at all. People should be allowed to be into what they're into. Unless it's illegal, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, So it doesn't... I don't really care. But one thing that really fucking gets on my nerves is, like, alcohol snobs. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Especially wine. (laughs) Like people who are just like, oh, like, oh, you gotta, oh, you're you're drinking this this bottom shelf whiskey. Did you even smell its aura sphere? And I'm like, no. (laughs) What kind of fucking mad, insane person do you have to be to just put your nose into a cup of whiskey and then turn it down if it doesn't smell right? What the... F- you yeah, some bougie shit. It's bougie as hell. And, and, I mean, don't even get me started on wine. Wine is a tool of the bourgeoisie. In my opinion. <laughs> um, and that shit should be stopped. But, yeah, it just... I don't know why it bothers me so much. Because, once again, I mean, people can probably look at me and be like, oh, why do you like movies so much? Blah, 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 blah. Why do you like this so much? Why do you like that so much? And I get it. At the end of the day, everything we like, kind of stupid um but some things just really fucking trigger me i guess
1: yeah, like earlier i was watching a commercial on tv because i'm a rube uh about jim bean and it was like a guy and like a, i don't know the, where are they fucking age because apparently you just apparently here's how it works you put alcohol in a barrel <laughs> and, and just let it, it just sit there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're just like okay that'll be there for 27 years yeah I'll be dead when this when this is ready, but anyways, he's like he's like rolling a barrel up there or whatever. And it's like, why does Jim Beam AHR whiskey for like twice as long as as is as, as required or whatever? And it's like, because we believe in quality. And it's like and it's like the, the framing of it is that the pile of alcohol barrels is like next to like pictures of all the guys who founded the company and ran it. And it's like, don't even think about it. And I'm like, and then the worker's like, oh man, I think better of this, especially this whiskey where it's at. And I'm like so the so that the the conceit here is that the worker has some choice yeah. whether or not it's, to, to break, take this barrel down.
0: Yeah, like as if there's not some like inventory system where they tell you what barrel or whatever to take down. It's like no, you just go with hey, g- just give me five barrels from anywhere, buddy, <laughs> and you walk in there and you're like, oh, I can't
1: take this one. It's got too much history behind it. <laughs> right, or do you even have the choice? Like you like you could just do it if you no, you can't. It's like it's not possible. Yeah, it's so fucking stupid. But yeah,
0: Tide Pods for alcohol. Tide Pod alcohol. Yeah, that's um, weird. Um, but yeah, weed should be legalized um, or decriminalized, whatever you want to call it. Whatever whatever the word is where I can walk into a store and buy weed and then also, smoke remember, it and not be uh, fired. Y'all remember Four Loco? Hell, that was the first alcohol I ever drank. How was that? Fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> it made me not want to drink alcohol for a long time, but it was the first. I drank a grape. Four loco. Ugh. a half of it. A half of it had already been drinking. I drank the bottom half of it, and holy shit, it was putrid. But yes, I do remember Four loco vividly.
1: Now, Marcus,
2: did you ever drink Four loco? No. I heard Three. what it was, and really? I was like, nope, <laughs> And nope.
0: I imagine Marcus was like, oh, I love Four loco. I drank it with breakfast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he puts it in his fucking cornflakes. Oh, no, sir. Mm-hmm. I don't oh, wait, not cornflakes. Mar- Marcus would probably eat, like... Hold on, don't say anything, Marcus. Okay, right. Probably we'll both uh, do a guess. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I was going to say CT Crunch. <laughs> or I could also see Marcus eating like uh, like Cocoa Krispies.
2: Mm. Now, Marcus, what, what was your cereal? Um, those are both good, but it's better when you mix them together. So, <laughs> wow, half points,
0: half points. So, Marcus buys two boxes of cereal, <laughs> puts
2: them together. Three, <laughs> what's the third cereal? I currently have frosted flakes. Oh, I love frosted flakes. Yeah. That's how I like yeah, yeah.
1: that Marcus is mixing like a third of each of these into a bowl, yeah. and yeah. he thinks to himself, I'm getting three times the use out of this. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I, all you're buying one box of cereal i buy three and i can't eat any of them after a week there you go. so half of each box goes bad <laughs> but here's the thing so there's this new thing the kids have called Uh-oh. white claw yes oh. White Claw. i've had some of these and what do you think about them Seth?
0: i mean i've had all the i've had white claws i've had truly's i've had all the other fucking alcoholic seltzer waters and I'll tell you this: they just taste bland as shit. It doesn't matter what flavor they are. I've had all the flavors; they all taste the exact fucking same to me. There's no. It's like this. It's like the whole Lacroix thing. It's just alcoholic Lacroix, and I've had Lacroix too, and it just tastes like fizzy water. That's all it tastes like, and it's bad. I do not. I do not understand people's obsession with Lacroix and White Claws and stuff.
1: Now, does it, t- does it taste like alcohol? A little
0: bit. It's it's the same thing with the seltzer water. Is like. It tastes a little bit like something, just a little bit. Mostly like stale water or fizzy, whatever, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, the White Claws and the Trulies, they do taste. They taste. They have this alcohol taste to them. Not as strong as other drinks, definitely though. Mm.
1: So shots have been fired here on this Podcast. <laughs> Seth has opened up the salvo. Yeah, I, and... I have I get annoyed by a lot of stuff. But and once again, <laughs> I don't care. But I have had
0: LaCroix and I do not understand. I mean, some people are like, I drink eight LaCroix a day and it's like it's all I all I live on is LaCroix. And I do not get it. It just tastes like I mean, the the whole meme is like, oh, it tastes like a bottle of water that somebody, like, put an orange next to. But it's Mm kind of true. It's just (laughs) sparkling water that if you really, really, like, I think if you have to trick yourself, I think it's a placebo thing. If you trick yourself into thinking it tastes like the fruit it says, it will taste like that. But Mm -hmm. if you just
2: taste it, it does not taste anything like a fruit or a, a flavor at all. That sounds so bad. That sounds like an interesting little thing we could do. We could buy a bunch of LaCroix, take the labels Mm -hmm. off, and we have to guess which fruit it tastes like. Exactly. I
0: mean, and I would never be able to do it. It's, and people, like I tell you, people swear by this. So people are like, I have to have my LaCroix, and I'm just like, within a year, this stuff has become fucking inescapable.
1: Now, LaCroix cantaloupe. Oh, wow, you'd never taste that shit. (laughs) Um...
0: (laughs) But yeah, and it's like people are like, oh, it's a good replacement for soda. And I'm like, if I'm really going to get rid of all soda in my diet, I'm just going to drink like water and juice because this shit, it's not worth it. It just tastes like water, but with a, a bit of a brain tw- t- t- teaser. I'm just going <laughs> to fucking drink water or juice and that's it. Like, I, I don't understand this big thing. Oh, it's still carbonated though. Th- who cares? Is carbonation that big of a deal for you? So I don't know. Yeah, some folks love it. I don't know why. I don't know. I think that Lacroix and White Claws and Trulys and all that shit—they're all fucking bullshit. If you like them, fuck you. <laughs> I'm, just <kidding. laughs> I'm just kidding. If you like, we've him. moved
1: above shots, fires. <laughs> Seth has hit as a sort of direct hit. You okay. sunk your fucking battleship. Okay, oh. I'm obviously kidding. If you like them, oh, I'm man. sure you're you're a good or bad person.
0: D- despite that, you're you're a, you're a regular person. Just, I really hate this one thing about you. This the only So
1: thing. <laughs> we have to talk real quick about uh, Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. So I like that. I'm sure, fella. you all saw the news. All right. Yes, he, uh, he was.
0: Uh, yeah, had a little, had to have a stent placed.
1: Yeah, he had some stents put in, which is uh, as far as I'm, as far as I'm aware, about about as medically exciting as watching paint dry yeah um plenty of people have stints put in all the time they live for a very long time afterwards they're fine but every one of the media is like does bernie sanders need to drop out of the race is yeah. he too unwell mm. and and the fundraising numbers came in by the way for and i hate that i even get it because it's so fucking boring and stupid but quarter three or whatever fundraising numbers for bernie sanders he brought in 25 million uh, the highest of anybody. Yeah,
0: didn't he? Didn't he end up with like thirty three million or something?
1: Yeah, he's ending with thirty three million dollars, which is yeah. more than uh, Warren's yeah. twenty four million and way more than, than Joe Biden's twenty million. Yeah, all <laughs>
0: through uh, donations from people, like small donations from people.
1: Yeah, he took he uh, he took basically he's not taking corporate money at all in primary or general, which Warren is going to take corporate money in the general if she wins. Um, um,
0: I even saw this incredible Onion headline that was like. uh... Bernie Sanders gets through surgery due to several thousand small blood donations.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. So, uh, but the thing is, it's so funny. The media is like, should Bernie Sanders drop out? He just raised $25 million and he's, you know, they're like, Oh, he's, he's third in the polls or whatever. And I'm like, he's raised, he's got the most people, right? Like nobody has as many individual donors as him. Yeah. He just, he passed a million like two weeks ago. That's the soonest anyone has ever done that. Obama didn't do it until, like, April of next of what will be next year, essentially. Clinton didn't do it until about the same time. So, yeah, Bernie Sanders is killing it.
0: Yeah, Bernie's um, got real support behind him.
1: And what I want to say real quick is, if you believe polls after 2016... Uh, shut the fuck up and get out of here. Yeah. Uh, polls pretty much exclusively contact old white people who have landlines or are too stupid to use cell phones... that's why you see all this support for for uh you know biden and warren have y'all seen by the way what bernie sanders is most um his like the person who contributes most to him is no by by job uh teachers amazon workers walmart workers um i believe sanitation workers are are way up there as well wow uh you know who contributes most to warren who professors and scientists interesting so dumb fucks (laughs) yeah (laughs) Fucking idiots. Not regular people. Uh, and of course, Biden. I, Biden literally has what you know. One of his top donors is like in terms of job, uh, a professional millionaire. I'm not kidding you. Founder.
0: Founder.
1: Founder of what? Yeah, just people <laughs> find
0: stuff.
2: How's <laughs> that a job? I found this
0: shell the other day on the beach. I'm a founder.
2: Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> Here's 20k for no reason. But yeah. So, but some of the
0: um, I'm not. Maybe you guys addressed this on last week's episode. I have no idea what happened on that <laughs> insane <laughs> hour. Um, but um, recently, people have talked. Um, I can't remember the name of the guy. He's like one of those guys who's just rich and you have no idea why. But he talked about how Bernie Sanders said that millionaires shouldn't exist, and then he said Bernie Sanders. He's like maybe Bernie Sanders shouldn't exist. And people were like, "Oh, this is shots fired at Bernie Sanders. You know, this guy sucks." Well, she does suck, but I'm sitting here like that sounds more like a threat.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like
0: you know, I mean, hey, there's a lot of people who stand to lose a lot of money if Bernie Sanders get get you know if Bernie Sanders gets in office and makes the changes. And I mean, I'm not a, I'm not above saying that people with money are going to try and take down Bernie Sanders. And
1: oh yeah, saying something that kind
0: of makes it more apparent.
1: If Bernie Sanders gets a, a vice president who is even slightly to the right of him, the CIA will kill him immediately.
0: Yeah, but it'll be natural causes, of course, because he's old.
1: Uh, by the way, the guy who said that that you're talking about, his name is uh, Stephen Schwartzman, and he works for a finance group called Blackstone. Which could you get a more villainous name? Than I know Blackstone? that literally
0: sounds like you're in like a, a movie, like a cyberpunk movie.
1: <laughs> what um, the fuck but so yeah that's that guy sucks
0: yeah and you know people keep talking about oh well you know you know Bernie Sanders wants to take money from all these hard-working American billionaires and it's like eh, you know maybe not <laughs>
1: Yeah, maybe, they don't work hard.
0: Yeah, maybe you know we shouldn't have a system like I saw a tweet the other day that pe- people have like been defending Jeff Bezos lately. Like, oh, he's actually Ugh. like a he's actually like a really nice guy and he's like you know humanitarian or whatever. And if somebody posted, he's like, I sincerely don't care if Jeff Bezos Jeff Bezos can be the best guy there is. It doesn't matter. There shouldn't be a system that allows someone to have as much money as he does.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: At the end of the day, it doesn't matter if he's a good or bad guy. That just sh- we just shouldn't be allowed to happen.
2: Yeah. Right. And there are lots of shitty fuckers who have a lot of money. Yeah. So mostly. <laughs>
0: um.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say most rich people are probably bad. Yeah. Like personally and just ethically as well, they just shouldn't exist and they're probably bad because it's it would be really hard to get rich without doing bad things.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's it's hard. It's like I don't know. You see you see stories every day of like. I mean, as much as I, as much as I love and will go to bat for Jay-Z almost all the time, there's more and more reports coming about how he, you know, the money he's made, he's made through a lot of, you know, um, I mean, what do you call it? Like underhanded and like, you know, dirty business practices mm-hmm. and it just sucks to find that kind of stuff out. Cause like, I mean, I was like, this is just one, it's Jay-Z has been kind of the one like billionaire-esque person who I've always been, I've always gone to bat for no matter what. And now I'm like... Even he gets wrapped up in the system and, you know, doesn't learn any lessons. And it just, I don't know, it just kind of sucks to learn that kind of stuff. So, yeah, just just we just, if we didn't have those systems, then these people, you know, might not turn out to be as shitty as they are. Yeah,
1: you know, there's no ethical way to earn a billion dollars. This is not going to happen.
0: Yeah, I mean, you'd have to work a billion lifetimes to right. earn an ethical billion dollars.
1: And even if, if you were what I would consider a high-paid laborer, like a, an actor or an athlete, people who don't necessarily exploit people to get where they're at you know directly and of course we all benefit through executive systems of of capitalism but like you know an actor generally speaking is not paying people uh to like uh, directly help them you know succeed right yeah in, in a lot of cases i don't have to even them like a, like a professional athlete like, like let's say you know like lebron james he's, he got a lot of money right he's pretty rich at this point yeah mm-hmm. But he's never going to be a billionaire. He can't possibly pay long enough to earn a billion
2: dollars or sign enough endorsement deals or whatever to earn a billion. There's just, yeah. it's, it can't happen. Actually, I it, think w- like with, with a lot of NBA players, they're just not using all that money like wisely. Because if like, let's say you play for like, how much would someone make in like one season? It depends so, how good this person is. All right, let's 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 take LeBron James in. How much money would he LeBron make? LeBron James makes about $35 million a season. Now that's a shit ton of money. All right. Yeah. Does he have a mansion and shit? He has lots. He has plenty of houses. Yes. Okay. What I'm saying is like he can definitely take that money and like buy more money. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. And but, uh, I, actually, I don't understand why he hasn't. Like, I know yeah. he's doing like, a lot of community stuff, like the colleges. Yeah. In and fact, things. I That's actually have some
0: Le- LeBron James news, like you oh, just mentioned. Oh. Um, he has been lobbying for about a, a year and a half now to get um. College athletes allowed to make money when they're in when they're in college, make money off their own name and everything. And oh, yeah, um, because because of his lobbying, California just passed a law: college athletes in California can now make money off their off their yes, name. Yes,
2: go ahead.
0: Which one is a great um, a victory for this this kind of um, these kind of athletes? But also, it's like it just gave California to be the number one place people are going to go to play sports, and. Because of that, it's going to motivate other states to do it because then other states aren't going to have as good of a program because they're not going to have the best athletes. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a, a big win that way that these people can finally make money because, you know, he, he said one point, he's like, if I played, he never played in college. He, he skipped college. One of the only players to actually be able to do that. He's like, but if I played in college, then the one season I was there, people would be wearing my shirt and there'd be stadiums who are using my name to, to sell tickets and I wouldn't make a single dollar off of it. And, you know, that's, that's, I mean, that's an exploitation of labor right there. I mean, mm-hmm. college athletes are laborers. I mean, however you want to put it, and if you want to think their, their job is easy or they get to play sports for a living, no matter what, they're laborers, and that's exploiting their name to make money that they don't get to profit off of. So that's a big win for um, college athletes and for LeBron James.
1: And so here's the thing, though. Um... And maybe maybe I'm wrong on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marx didn't really envision this sort of situation. Yeah, but I don't think that athletes technically make profit uh, because they're the ones that are doing the actual work. You know, like sure, th- it's directly money from their labor, which is playing the game. Which you know, you can you can you can debate whether or not that's labor or not. I would say it is because it's it's producing something that's societally importantly important, which is entertainment. People, you know, you gotta have entertainment for people. Yeah. So I, I don't think that you could call it profit. I know that's just a word you're using. I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong, Seth. I'm just saying that, like, if if some sneaky fucker wanted to come in here and talk about, like, athletes, you know, talking about, like, making profit or whatever, it's not really profit because profit is sort of the extra money you make on top after the process has been completed that yeah. you didn't actually work to earn. It's just sort of a you know, passive that the capitalist makes. And... No, they don't do that because they, they actually have to work for that money. They have to train and practice and then actually play. So yeah,
0: but also there's I mean you got to think about the argument of like you know if I were to like this weekend if I wanted to see North Carolina State play Wofford, it might not take it would be thirty dollars but if I wanted to watch Duke versus North Carolina last year it would cost me twenty five hundred dollars.
1: Are you serious?
0: Yeah, that's how much tickets were for civilians uh, last year. For um, Wait, for
1: like the, for even for the cheap
0: seats? Uh, the only seats you could get once the game because like a lot of students get those t- other tickets, the tickets okay. that were for people, like if you just wanted to go to the game, they cost more than Super Bowl tickets last year. Good God. And that was all because Duke had this big player, Zion Williamson, and all their games were expensive because he was there. Things like that. If they're making money just because you're on the team, that's where you need to start getting a share of those profits because they wouldn't have been charging that if you weren't there. So that's kind of where they want to be able to make this distinction and and, uh, get some more money for these players.
1: We know, they always say... um Really that, you know, stu- like student athletes, they're like, we, we don't pay them because their payment is their education, right? In most cases, you're getting a scholarship to go to, to college,
0: yeah.
1: and that's your pay, right? Like, you're going to get an education for, for free, essentially. Yeah. You're still working for it, but they say it's free.
0: Yeah, but a person okay. who gets a scholarship, like an academic scholarship, um, could still get an on-campus job and have the time for it. But athletes don't have the time. Like, practice takes a lot out of your day mm-hmm. um, and a lot of travel time you're doing. You don't. You really don't have enough time to have another job. So it's kind of a bullshit argument. But go ahead. There's been a
1: recent report that from CNBC which says that half of U.S. colleges leave the majority of their st- former students earning less than $28,000 a year. Yeah. So what really is the value of a college education if that's what you can expect out of it?
0: Yeah, you spend fucking – I mean in the, at the bottom end you spend like $20,000, 25000 on your education and then you don't, you don't even have enough money to pay that
1: back like and i would also wonder what kind of majors do do athletes usually take up is it something difficult i would say like you know like engineering or something like that or is it going to be something you know a little bit easier
0: yeah a lot of them do take i mean i'm not trying to call somebody some something easier or dumber or whatever but a lot of athletes do have like business or even like exercise science like stuff that kind of goes along with kinesiology um, although I do work with a guy who was a, a basketball player in college and was a computer science major. And okay. he said that he had no free time because well, that's those a lot work. are very demanding things. Um, so yeah, if you, if you're a college athlete and you want to do one of these, I mean, however you want to put it, better majors, whatever you, however you want to say it, that's how they put it in the media. It takes way more out of you. So I don't know. It's like. You know, mental health is becoming a big problem in, in this country. And, I mean, fucking watch Joker if you want to see that. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, so stuff like that is more important. So being able to make some money while you're in college. Because, like, a lot of these college athletes don't go on to the NBA. They don't get to make a lot more money after this. I mean, you got to imagine there's thousands and thousands and thousands of college athletes. There's only, like, two 300, 500 people in the, in the NBA at any time maximum so you gotta like a lot of these guys aren't gonna do anything with it so if they can make some money while they're there that's good
2: so Marcus what are your thoughts on paying student um, uh, athletes uh yeah definitely do it just fucking hand over that money you stingy fucks I and mean, in fact we should probably pay all student workers
1: including the ones that are like unpaid like grad assistants you ever seen the fact that those, those, they, they get, they, they're not unpaid they get paid like Two fifty oh, a week or something like that. Yeah, was they basically get, nothing. They get a
0: really bad cycle. They get once again. It's one of the things where oh, but you're you're a lot of the time. they their their housing is paid for. Like their on campus housing. It's like oh, you get that paid for, so you don't earn that much. And it's like yeah, but you know I still need to eat and to you know if I have a car, I have to pay for that. You know I have to have something. You know.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. I
0: mean, yeah, grad assistants get... And, like, uh, like, what do you call them? Like, tutors... Not tutors. Like, uh, professors assistants. All those people get paid real shit money. And, uh, yeah, that needs to change, too. Because, I mean, they... I mean, you know, a lot of times they work just as hard as these athletes or these people who work in other sectors of the school. So they get to, deserve to get compensated just as much.
1: Yeah. And they, they don't because because a lot of the things in our, in our, our society, I should say it's the system that we live in or whatever... Yeah, is
0: society Ugh.
1: is based around the idea that certain things should be done in a shit way uh, to like lessen the cost for the the, the the people at the top. You know, like, getting grad assistants to work long hours for basically free and do extra labor, you know, not paying student-athletes or letting them, you know, make money off of their appearances or whatever and their, like, sort of a, a personas. Or, you know, making prisoners in, in you know, uh, in jail do work for basically free, like, th- three cents an hour or some shit to make license plates and repair roads and dig ditches and shit. Uh, it's just more ways to like, it, it's, like they, it's like they're nickel and diamond, everybody. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. As much as fucking possible. Um, I did want to talk real quick Go about, ahead. so y'all know the UAW is on strike right now. United Auto Workers. Oh, yes. Um, our big strike, biggest strike in, in a decade in America. I think it's like something like 70,000 workers are on strike. Um, mm-hmm. They were in talks with, this just came out today, I believe. They were in talks with GM uh, to, like, get their union contract to make a compromise, right? To get get back to work. Well, turns out that the deal has taken a turn for the worse, and the union says that it could not be more disappointed with the company, so the strike rolls on. Wow. Mm. That is awesome. Don't take shit. Yeah. The UAW is probably one of the strongest remaining unions in America, and it's really good to see them not accepting... Whatever bullshit GM tried to push on them.
0: Yeah, that's really awesome, actually.
1: And um, it also, by the way, the union workers out west at that at the uh, it was like eighty thousand healthcare workers, like an insurance like a, like a, not insurance but like a healthcare company, were going to go on strike. Looks like not going to happen. Uh, luckily, I guess the company gave them a deal good enough they took it, and apparently it was a pretty good deal. So. We did avoid. They 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 manage. Hey, you know what? Listen, if you threaten to strike, even threatening to strike can get you what you want sometimes. Yeah, but you have to actually do it sometimes. Uh, also, are we going to talk about? Have y'all been keeping up with the insane shit happening with uh, our our big wet president? <laughs> I,
0: yeah, it's one of those things where you, you you'd think that as a, a I guess ostensibly political podcast, I'd keep up more with our dumb. Uh, president i just i just have so little patience for it. i know there's a lot of stuff going on with ukraine Mm -hmm. and with i don't even know he just every every day is just it's is one of his strategies give us too much news or i can't even keep up with it anymore
2: Mm -hmm. marcus what have you heard uh i've heard about uh ukraine and then (laughs) after the whole after the whole ukraine thing didn't he just, like, get on television and was just like, oh, yeah, China, jump in on this, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, on the phone, he tried to get Australia to do it. And oh. Australia
1: was like, what the fuck are you talking about? What What is this? Are we, are we being punked? Is Ashton Kutcher here? Um, and then, yeah, on live television, he was just like, hey, China, if you want to help me out here, <laughs> please feel free. And everyone lost their minds. But here's the thing. It's like he said it. And everyone's like, oh, God, the president just said that. But what's going to fucking actually happen? Like, he can't be punished? Yeah. So, it's like, it's like the president does something, like Trump does something crazy every five minutes. And then for the next 35 minutes, everyone is, like, losing their minds over it. But then nothing ever comes of it. we were all just like, oh, my God, how could he do this? And then there's no resolution. It's just, we just it's another crazy hijink happens the next day. And so... Where do we ever like? Where does it stop?
2: Uh, who knows? You've Got to stop it real soon. Or it's just yeah. I mean, it's I mean I'm going to say it out of hand multiple times, but it, it's getting ridiculous. Now. Yeah,
0: I mean, let's just say, let's hope it stops for the 2020 election.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing, y'all. Do you think that if Trump loses in 2020, when, and I'm going to go loses. ahead and just say <laughs> I was going to go ahead and say Bernie Sanders wins. Uh, because I'm not going to entertain the idea of Joe Biden or Elizabeth Warren or anybody else. Yeah. Let's say that Bernie Sanders wins. What do you think the odds are that Trump refuses to leave office? Yeah, like a little baby? <laughs> yeah, that, that's the like, CMO.
0: They're like, Trump, you have to leave. He's like, but what if I don't? Has anybody tried that before? And they're like, no, because that's just no one's fucking stupid. He's like, okay,
1: well, I'm going to try it. <laughs> but he's just gonna Here's my question, though. What if he tries it and he succeeds? What do you mean? <laughs> like, okay like a
2: rampaging toddler
1: getting what when you does want. when when does control of the military transfer from the president to the president-elect um, no one knows right i think
0: it was more important to I me. Mean, when does uh control of the secret service transfer over
1: i mean at any point the president could just be like hey marines come over here and keep me in power because and of, okay go ahead I mean, it'd be a lawful order. He's still a president, and, and he is the commander-in-chief of the military. There's no Congress or Senate involved in that order. He could just be like, I'm not leaving, and you can't make me because I have all the guns.
2: Mm, well, then he officially becomes a dictator.
1: Right? Well, no, then he just officially what happens? starts the civil war. Yeah, yeah but, like, too. would 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 who, who's going to fight in the civil war? Who who are the sides?
0: The Bernie side and the Trump side. <laughs>
1: And my question then is, like, what does that look like? Like, what does that conflict look like from a, a top level perspective? Um, mm. Once again, I think, like, if that ever
0: actually happened, I think it would be more of the Secret Service would be like, all right, President, you, you, I mean, President Trump, you have to leave. And he'd be like, no. And then they would get two guys to pick him up, and those guys couldn't do it because he's too heavy. <laughs> and then they'd get four more guys, and they'd pick him up and take him out of the office. That's how I think it would. I, uh, logistically go down like more realistically but i mean hey what do i know
1: i i would think that after 2016 guys i'm thinking that the dumbest possible thing will happen which is that we get into a, a stupid fucking war with ourselves over whether or not because he listen he won in 2016 and said it was fake then he said that the, the voting was fake in that situation, the, the legend he fucking won. What's he gonna say when he loses?
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, and it'll be very. Here, here's the thing. Here's why I'm confident that the, the civil war will go our way. You know, you know what it is. What? I'm I'm from the south. We're all from the south. We've all been around people who are like. I mean, Marcus, you probably haven't been around too many guys who are like the South will rise again. Yeah, I, and I have not. Our big MAGA type people now, but I'm gonna go ahead and tell y'all. They ain't winning any fitness contests.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: think we're talking about guys who hunt out of their truck. Like they, they're not gonna be able to handle this war. I mean, a lot, like we're talking about. Most Trump people are like in rascal scooters at this point. Like,
0: yeah, but then a lot of Bernie people are soy boy beta cucks. So, who wins this if, fight?
1: If I have, I have money on three hundred fifty pound uh, guy with a belt buckle that cuts into his beer gut and a soy boy from, like, Atlanta, I'm going to fucking bet on a soy boy. Yeah. Because at least he could probably do some cardio. But yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think it'll
0: come to that. Um, and if it does, I think it'll be carried out a little more swiftly than this. But hey,
1: we'll see, I guess. I basically have no faith in the system, and I am very worried that Trump's, like, cult of personality will enable him to stay in office uh, after he should have left because... That, you know, they like him so much. They're like, this guy rules and he he, he represents me. And that's uh,
0: pretty rough. I don't know. I think at the end of the day, I think that Trump's going to leave office and then all, and then he's going to be on Twitter even more and just criticize everything that the next president does. Let it be Bernie Sanders. He'll just, that'll be what he does 20%. He'll be like, oh, wait, did you guys see how Bernie entered the White House today? What the hell? What was he doing? (laughs) Has he ever walked before? Um, Yeah. And that'll be just that forever.
1: I would hope that Trump turns into a Twitter celebrity and his movement fades away, but I don't, I don't think that'll happen. I think we got Trumpism to stay, and I'm worried about who comes next after him with that same viewpoint, because it is potent, and it won against liberalism, and unless we defeat liberalism, they'll, I think that they'll they'll probably keep winning. We have to get rid of this, we have to shut the fucking liberals down. Like, last night, I, I walked by the TV playing CNN, and you know what I saw playing? What? Family Guy. Yep. Do y'all know who Van Jones is? No. Mm-mm. He's a political commentator on on CNN, and he was talking about how. Uh, okay, I'm going to quote this pretty much as, as I remember it, and this is what he literally said: is that Trump is breaking the law, and we need, and he's not going to get impeached because the Senate will never convict. He's going to remain in office. So what we need to have happen is the strongest patriots from both sides need to come together to build a wall around our election and they need to put forth a bipartisan bill that will make sure that if anyone ever is like caught asking a foreign government for assistance in intervening in our elections they'll go to jail and then they're going to send that bill to trump and say listen buddy we won't impeach you if you sign this bill we also aren't going to impeach you anyways so we have no leverage and i'm like did you just hear what you just fucking said? Like you're a fucking idiot. Like, yeah. Why I is this moron on a fucking TV? I
0: haven't even entertained this whole Trump impeachment idea because I'm just like, what? shut the fuck up. This guy has one year left, hopefully, and nothing's gonna fucking change with this all this impeachment talk. That if you were gonna do it, it should have happened three years ago. So t- shut the fuck up with these these like Dems and these libs trying to like, I don't know, trying to start something with. I'm like, I haven't I haven't even thought people are like around me are like, damn, they, they might impeach Trump. I'm like, no, they're not. Shut up. And if they do, it's gonna be worse. So I mean, what do we get?
1: My belief is that Trump will get impeached. But the thing is, people don't know what impeachment fucking means. Yeah, impeachment doesn't mean you have to leave office. Right. You get impeached in this in the House, and then you get removed from office if the Senate convicts. And the Senate is not going to convict Trump you do not have sixty fucking votes. It's not yeah. going to happen. The Republicans will never turn on him.
0: Yeah, our system is pretty fucked up. That like impeachment really isn't a thing. Like the impeachment should be a, a, a step that's skipped. It should just be okay. Are we taking you out of office? Yes or no? And just be that it. Like the impeachment, the whole impeachment process is just a big waste of time to keep the person in office longer.
1: It's like Marcus. Do you think that the Republicans would ever turn on Trump?
2: Uh. <clears throat> well, damn. Because if they haven't by now, they definitely aren't. Like, jeez.
1: Like, he's their guy.
2: Yeah, but he's, like, consistently throwing people into the bus. Like, constantly. How many people has he, like, hired, then fired, then talked about them on Twitter? It's like, oh, yeah, they're, they're shitty anyway. I knew it the whole time. Just, <sighs> I was like, Marcus, do Marcos, do you interact with any conservatives in your daily life? I mean, I might. I don't really talk politics that often. On political yeah. podcasts, it doesn't talk no. politics, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I think in a, a lot of cases because we're afraid to find out what folks around us actually think. Like, oh God,
0: that's pretty true. I, I, every once in a while, some of my, my coworkers will just talk a little bit about politics, and I'm just like, oh, we're fucked. These people have no idea what's actually going on. So,
1: yeah, the coworker who was talking about how, uh, so like next year our insurance is going up fifty dollars a month. Yeah, uh, insane amount. And I was like, and this is why we should have Medicare for All. And she just laughed very nervously and looked around like we were being listened to. Like like there was like yeah. the NSA was somewhere <laughs> close by.
0: <laughs> yes, I do think we should have Schmetti Mayor for All.
1: Yes. <laughs> so it's like people are just afraid of the even idea of talking about politics. So I think it's kind of, it really just fucked everything up because... Us not talking about politics is a lot of people hide in plain sight and you don't know how shitty they are. Yeah. So. Anyways, have y'all seen this shit about the lady who got body shamed or like like publicly shamed by the company she was applying to? About the bikini thing? Yeah. Yeah. What's going on with her? Did you, see, did you read this, Marcus, the thing I shared? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. It is, so this lady, she applied for a job at a marketing company, and they, di- like, basically didn't talk to her about it, and then posted a picture, not her face or name on it, but like a picture of her in a bikini on their social media, and was like, listen, if you're trying to apply for a job, make sure your social media doesn't have things like this on it. Make sure that you don't post pictures of yourself in, like, I don't know, uh, bikinis or whatever, because that'll lose you a job.
0: Yeah, and it's like, fuck you like bikinis have become sanitized. We live in 20 fucking 19. If you go to the beach with your family, you're going to see a person in a bikini. Like it's not like they're outlawed or anything.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, you know, if you get if, if you post a picture uh, on your social media and you're doing something illegal, sure. But like people like people wear bikinis. Like you anywhere you go, like if you go outside in the summer and you know you're near water, People are wearing bikinis, pools everywhere, B- family places like places that aren't like for adults only or anything, and for, they're shaming her for doing something that fucking everyone does. It's so fucking weird. Like, what what kind of fucking company doesn't have anybody who works at it who wears bikinis and puts it online, like just pictures with their friends and stuff? Like, what the fuck is that?
1: Well, what's really funny to me about the situation is it highlights a contradiction of capitalism. Which is, here's our product, in this case, social media, and here's what you use it for. You know, post pictures of yourself with your friends and your funny thoughts you have and experiences and all this kind of stuff. But don't you fucking ever talk about something that an employer might not like because then they'll use that and not give you a job. So which fucking is it? Do I use your fucking service to post things that I like and enjoy? Or do I not do that because my job might deny me work because of that one day? Yeah. Yeah. Like how do you use Twitter or Instagram or whatever in this situation? There's no, there's no right answer to that because it's it's contradictory. Um, but the good news is that the internet found it and rallied to her defense and did so in, with with such strength that the company that did this no longer fucking exists. Like they wow. are gone. <laughs> Like, Kick-Ass Masterminds was the name of the company, and they don't have a social media account anymore, they don't have a Facebook account anymore, they are fucking obliterated from the internet. Which is kind of incredible, to be honest.
0: Yeah, that's, um, that's really cool, because like I said, I mean, that is one of the weirdest things to get upset about in 2019. Like, I mean hell I, I walk around the city I, the city I live in, in in Charlotte and you see people who wear stuff that's basically as revealing as a bikini but just on the street I mean and I don't care at all it's like I don't who gives a shit what this person's wearing I mean it, it's is their own body they're wearing it nobody seems to care it's such a weird thing to get mad about in 2019
1: Yeah especially for a marketing company that you you think would want people who can you can project a confident appearance exactly. Oh, i man. don't know but here's the, the, the thing is there's a difference between me and a lot of people from the, i guess the new guard of the internet yeah. is i never connected my real name to this like my, my that first name is smith sure i will not say my last name uh because i you know i'm a, i don't want people to find me and i've never had a social media account with my own name on it like fuck no no one could connect my political beliefs to who i am and my job wow uh and I'm not looking down on anybody. I just think it's a difference between people who, like me you got started on the internet real early and folks who got started later after it became, like, more sanitized. Like, when I was a kid, it was like, never say you're on the internet, never give any information out, and now that's all people do, basically.
0: Yeah, but, I don't know. Are you, you use this a lot as, like, oh, people like me. But people like you who are your age now, like they have all transitioned to like using their names for a lot of stuff. Like A lot of them st- now use their actual names for stuff. So it's not like some old guard of the internet thing. It's just kind of a certain type of people kind of thing. And you're the certain type that just n- never use your own name. But there's a problem with that. I'm just thinking that it's not really a old guard internet versus new guard thing. It's just person to person.
1: I'm like one of those guys on a Pacific island who still thinks the, the World War II is going on. It's just me and my mom <laughs> down on the plane. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the Japanese to show up. <laughs> but in my version of things, eventually in like 2024, Japan will declare uh, war in America again, and I've been right the whole time. You should never use your real name, fools. You see?
0: Yeah. The purge is
1: happening, and not the fun one.
0: Not the fun one. The Surge. <laughs> that's the fun one, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. You been been on purge the surge surge. Too. You've been playing the Surge too. Good game. I'm loving it. I've never liked a Souls game before. Uh, but this one is great. Um, mostly, I think, because it plays very fast, and you've got to be aggressive. You can't, like, turtle up. I guess you could turtle up if you wanted to, but it rewards you for not doing that and just, like, going, like, be going in all the fucking time. Yeah. Just never stop going in. Uh, never stop know. going in. That's what he said.
0: The That's official right. stance of the lineals podcast. <laughs> um, yeah. never unless, the, unless there's no consent. In which case, don't go in at all.
1: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> now I'm pretty sure these guys are, are not consenting to me killing them, but I also didn't consent to them killing me. So we've come to an impasse. Yeah. In which case, I'm going to chop off your arm and take your sword. That's that's what I do now. Wow. So. Or your power tool
2: you've repurposed to
1: being yeah, a sword. The surge. Marcus, are you playing any games?
2: Uh, I'm just cranking. What it, what's it called? Monster Hunter.
0: Cranking on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got all these anime girls in front of his computer. I'm sure he cranks off sometimes.
2: Listen, none of them have fallen today. So, I'm about to say are they
1: all safe, yeah. they good, they secured. We're, we're good.
2: Yeah. And Marcus yeah. has you glued them down. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going anywhere. Yeah.
0: He used uh, he used Marcus's special glue. I don't know what that's made of.
2: Whoa. Um, How do you know about my special glue? <laughs> <laughs> Who have you been talking to?
1: <laughs> it's a secret family recipe. <laughs>
0: passed God. down for generations they say there's a little bit of the first recipe still in every See,
1: that's a pre- if you if you like that go back and listen to our last episode but that's pretty much the whole thing <laughs> yeah um i think i think we're probably good y'all good i'm, I'm good, good yeah
2: yeah
1: all right well uh, this has been the Linos Podcast. I've been Smith. You can find me on Twitter at mcsurf. I'm Seth. You can find me on
0: Twitter. I mean, on Letterboxd at Canazeras K Y N A Z E R A S.
2: And I'm Marcus. You can find me on Instagram at MrBeaches. And. And I do the art for this podcast. <laughs> our theme
0: song is done by Ben Powell. He's uh, been on some of our episodes. He's going to be on pretty soon. Our episode where we, where we review Joker. Um, and he has his own podcast called Southern Smackdown where they talk about wrestling and they're both in the South. So if you like that, go check it out.
2: We, uh, you can leave a horse of water, but you can't even get under it.
0: Uh, fuck Tom Brady, Kevin Durant, and the movie First Reformed.
2: Um, don't, don't watch, uh, Jack Ryan. Okay. <laughs> <Get it? laughs>
0: but do listen to our bonus episodes
2: about
1: it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> definitive source of Jack Ryan news and coverage. <laughs> Um, we stopped trying to solve our problems and trying to outlive them.
0: And from New Orleans to New York, that's the Alienless Podcast, baby.
1: We're out. Out. Peace.